0: The bigger question, the one about how the rotting corpse of my arch-nemesis ended up in my bed, was too large and abstract for me to grasp right away. Surely Denise and Danielle wouldn't have gone through this much trouble to torture me, I thought. Soft snickering brushed through the air again, and then it moved. Matilda freaking Hunt's corpse sat up in my bed and grinned at me with its filmy fish eyes. I wet myself. Seriously, Janie? What are you, like, in preschool? Matilda glanced down at my crotch and curled her nose up, tossing one of the tainted bunnies across the room at me. I let it bounce off my stomach and tumble to the floor, too frozen and grossed out to attempt a catch. "'You're dead,' it was the most painfully obvious and stupid thing to say, so naturally I had to say it. Matilda rolled her eyes. "'You noticed that, did you?' She hopped up off my bed, which I was pretty sure needed to be burned now, too, and pressed her face into the mirror above my vanity. She tried out one of her movie star smiles, the kind I'd often witnessed her practicing in the bathroom at school, but her formerly bright whites were dingy and stained with old blood. A little gasp wheezed through her, and she gave the mirror a hurt scowl. "'You're dead,' I said again, because I couldn't think of anything more clever to say. "'I still look better than you,' she snarled at me. I laughed then, surprising us both. "'No, Matilda. For once?' I can honestly say that you most certainly do not look better than me. I could roll in dog crap, I could go dumpster diving, and I would still look and smell better than you do right now." Matilda struck like a cobra. It was a solid right hook, and it split my lip wide open. I didn't even see it coming. I stumbled back a step. Matilda followed, tripping over the forgotten bunny, and fell into me, tangling her veiny, mud-caked hands in my t-shirt. I shrieked, trying to twist out of her grasp. I ended up pulling us both to the floor, and I felt one of her ribs crack as I landed on top of her. She didn't even flinch. My stomach churned as she giggled her stale breath in my face. I sprang away from her and scooted backwards on my hands and feet, doing my best not to regurgitate my breakfast. I did not want to know what it would taste like coming back up. Besides, I'd already peed my pants, and that was enough humiliation for one day. This is absurd, I said, scrambling to my feet. I snatched the cell phone off my bedside table. I'm calling the police. You're—you're trespassing. And you're dead. Matilda propped herself up on her elbows. You do that. I'll just lie here, still as can be. After you're arrested and charged for digging up a corpse, you'll be committed to an asylum. Do you suppose Wayne would come visit you? I mean, surely he's anxious for a repeat of that pathetic excuse for a kiss you laid on him last night. I knew it. I knew there was something out there. I pointed the phone at her and thought long and hard about chucking the thing across the room, now that I obviously couldn't use it to call for backup. Matilda tilted her head back and howled out a deep, throaty laugh that grated down my spine. Her dry lips cracked and oozed as they stretched around her ghoulish teeth that were even more frighteningly large now that her gums were receding. She was every bit as vicious dead as she had been alive. My throat tightened, and I had to choke down my next breath. The room swelled and shrank, and for a minute— I thought the power was surging. But it was just my vision, dimming in time with the panicked pulse drumming through my skull. Maybe if I decapitated her, she wouldn't come back to haunt me again. Of course, then there would be the matter of sneaking an extra dead corpse out of the house. The garbage disposal in the kitchen came to mind. I would need to wait for my nerves to cool, I realized, as the phone slipped from my trembling hand. I needed to buy some time. I needed a distraction. What do you want, Matilda? She hadn't heard me over her laughter. Why are you here? Why are not you at Denise or Danielle's house, terrorizing them? Matilda frowned, drawing her pale skin down so taut over her cheekbones that two blood-red crescents appeared beneath her eyes. She sighed and sat upright, folding her mangled legs under her skirt. The Double D's looked good flanking me. They knew how to kiss ass and how to pick out a pair of shoes. But they don't have half a brain between the two of them. So, you're here to eat my brains? I was hardly about to believe that she was looking for a new bestie, now that she was dead. So, Matilda groaned, I need someone with a little brain power to help me finish the unfinished business that landed me in this predicament. She waved a hand at herself in disgust. Unfinished business? I huffed. Ghosts have unfinished business. You're not a ghost. You're the evil dead.